Welcome to this week's episode of Weekly Tech Facts with Josh Linen and as always, Mr. Seth Cruz. We discuss the things in the news that are actually impacting your life, whether you know it or not. Listen to by people all around the world who want to know current tech events in 30 minutes or less without having to learn to speak geek. And now, here's Josh. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whenever it is that you are hearing my voice. Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Tech Facts. I'm your host, Josh Linen, joined as always by my colleague, Mr. Seth Cruz. How are you doing tonight, sir? Hey, man, doing good, doing good. That's good. If there was anything else, I'd be worried. <laughs> Seth, what's new with you, man? So, I programmed... My first shortcuts, and uh, I uh, I set it up so that it would order my McDonald's. <laughs> so Sunday morning, Sunday morning, I, I like to order some uh, either one thing or the other thing for the wife and I, and so I program Siri so that I can basically just tell it to order my usual or get me some McMuffins or whatever, and boom, it does it. So that um, made me curious as to what other apps support shortcuts. And I was really hoping that my grill being Wi-Fi enabled and all that, that the app would support it so that I could say, like, turn off the grill and things like that. Yeah, no. <laughs> Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. It's coming though. I think it's a lot of the major apps that the top 100 apps that people download. I think is what they'll uh, is what you could probably find as far as like a shortcut is concerned. But yeah, I like where shortcuts are going, and um, that's funny that you said that because I was actually opening. I was in my shortcuts app today, and I ran a couple of shortcuts. You know, to clear up all my clipboards and and clear up all of my completed uh, reminders that I had mm-hmm. done and stuff like that. And uh, I had I was kind of doing a little bit of cleanup as well with my shortcuts. I deleted a couple of that, you know, that I don't know that I don't really use ever uh, or that no longer work because they were from the old workflow system or workflow app before Apple had uh, purchased it. So, um, yeah, I'm, I was actually looking at that, too. I've made two shortcuts in that like self-created shortcuts. In my time, uh, the last one that I made was a text. It's like it was a mass text that goes out to all of my stepchildren, so that when they are in their old little group chat and they are either getting on my nerves, I will I'll send this mass out, and all it says is enough <laughs> twenty times. I t- I typed that sucker out twenty times, so it literally says enough, 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 enough twenty times when I send this tech when I send the shortcut out. So it's like hilarious, and they end up shutting up, and then probably if I could be wrong, but probably not, they probably start another chat without me and start talking trash behind my back, <laughs> which is fine, you know. Uh, but that's good. I was yeah, I'm always interested into shortcuts to see like who uses it and who knows a lot about it because that's definitely you know one of those topics that i 
have had a high level of interest in, but just have not had uh, the time to uh, spend on on really trying to hone in on 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 it because I think that it's really a highly undervalued uh, knowledge base or knowledge set, I guess you could say, at this point. And I think you know it's going to get easier to use moving forward. So we have to look into that. Um, Absolutely. So, you know, as far as uh, you know, what's new with me? Not a whole lot. Uh, it's been a long uh, week, uh, needless to say. Um, you know, myself, my daughter's had cheerleading practice every single day at five thirty a.m. And then, uh, you know, on top of that, my youngest uh, grandbaby was in the children's hospital for four days. Um, she just got released yesterday, and so uh, she's starting to, you know, recover. She has some upper uh, respiratory uh, infections, so uh, the wife and I will be uh, taking care of her uh, tomorrow at least, uh, so that way she can get another day to just kind of relax and, and let her body get a little bit closer back to normal before she goes back to, to daycare. Makes sense. Yeah. Other than that, not a whole lot. Uh, my daughter's car, my stepdaughter's car finally got fixed from her accident that happened in April. So she got that back today. And so my son's going to purchase that in the next probably uh, week or two from her, which means I can pay off the loan that's in my name and my other daughter's name and get that off my credit. So I'm quite excited for this. I've been waiting for this for a long time and, you know, I can't wait. So I'll be celebrating needless to say when that happens. Short, pretty short episode here, but we'll see. I uh, got the HomePod mini news here, some Foxconn TSMC uh, news with the with their chips and a calendar spam and Apple TV trial changes. So uh, Apple releases 12.5, iOS 12.5.4 for older devices. Um, also, there's another bug in the iOS system I'll tell you guys about. And then our main topic is uh, an interesting, kind of an interesting fact that, uh, or a thing that you saw uh, earlier today, Seth, you, you, you sent it to me, uh, with uh, 75% of Apple users don't want the iPhone 13. We'll get into why. And with that being said, get right into your quick news rundown. Uh, the HomePod Mini is now available in Australia, New Zealand, and Ireland officially. And it looks like Italy is uh, next up on the list. So if you guys are out in those countries, uh, go ahead and go get a pair of HomePod minis. Uh, they're out now. They're well worth the money. And I definitely need to go get one, another one uh, myself uh, just for my uh, office setup. So uh, Foxconn and, and TSMC, that's, these are these companies that, that produce the chips for all of your devices, your microchips for all of your devices. And they have uh, came out and stated that they're actually going to prioritize Apple's devices for manufacturing uh, for this year's devices. So this is, this is all despite all the chip shortages, the global chip shortage that we talked about uh, several times over, you know, on this podcast on previous episodes. And so what that, what that means for you guys is that when you are ordering a new Apple product, they're going to have it made. They'll have it ready for you to ship pretty much at the time that launch is going to happen. And there really shouldn't be any kind of a, uh, a delay this year. 
Um, if there is a delay, they won't tell you it's a delay. They'll just tell you that it's going to be uh, released in, you know, at the first of December or at the end of November. Uh, that's what Apple would tell us. And uh, that goes for Apple's next event in September, which they will announce all of uh, their new hardware for the year. Uh, as you guys may have known, we haven't gotten much hardware, if any, this year. So I think that come the September event, I think we're in for something uh, pretty massive as far as like new hardware is concerned. Uh, but nothing lackluster to say as far as, um, you know, what's really going to wow you uh, or wow us. So as I stated previously, uh, Apple releases iOS 12.5.4. Uh, for older devices, uh, Apple still does do uh, security updates. So it's basically just to help it keep your privacy uh, in check and make sure you're not getting uh, susceptible to uh, hacks or, or any viruses or that type of stuff that could potentially leave your devices vulnerable. So if you do have an older device uh, like a, uh, I think an iPad mini is one of those devices that will be eligible for that one. So make sure you go out and go get that. Yeah, one of my um, kids had the uh, iPad iPad Mini. I think it was one of the original ones, maybe the one or the two. And and uh, my wife had used it, and you know she she was like, "This thing's too slow." But the kid the kids uh, really enjoyed using it, and brought it over and and asked me if I could wipe it and set it up for them. And that's when I discovered um, that uh, that it was a recent update. Um, but yeah, you should definitely look and make sure if you have a, an older device, make sure that it's still uh, staying updated on those uh, security updates or any, any update really. Um, because uh, they, the thing I had read, Josh, was that uh, it was actually patching some uh, security vulnerabilities that might actually have been what you would call out in the wild. So actually... Um, you you could uh, potentially be vulnerable to some hacks that uh, could steal I don't know what but steal steal something from you or or make your comp- your 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 device less secure so uh, these kind of tie that back up again and bring it uh, I think uh, pretty much uh, in line with with their newer devices as far as security goes it didn't slow it down it didn't uh, change the battery or anything so. Um, definitely worth doing. Yep. I, uh, I have a, a MacBook Pro 2012. I think it's like a mid-2012, and it's on uh, Catalina, uh, macOS Catalina, which is the highest that it can get as far as the OS system is concerned. And they just sent out an update for that, I think, uh, last week, if I'm not mistaken. And I know I got that taken care of pretty quickly. It doesn't take up a lot of space. Uh, generally speaking, like you said, it's a lot of patching and just kind of overall uh, maintenance, you know, kind of thing to your devices. So make sure you stay up on that. Kind of a, something that's not, nothing new and, but has been going on since 2016, but it seems like there's a bug going around again in iOS with the calendar where you're getting, uh, it's called a zero day bug in iOS that will break your Wi-Fi. And it involves the characters, uh, percentage sign P, percentage sign S, uh, percentage sign blah, 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 percentage sign N. 
So if you see something like that in, you know, in your Wi-Fi at all, you're going to more than likely have that bug or I think it'll be even in your calendar. You'll, you'll see that, that line in there. And uh, the good p- part of that is that there is a easy fix for it. And all you have to do is go into your settings and reset your network settings and that should that'll resolve it so it is going to restart your phone and you are going to get kicked off of your uh your wi-fi so you'll have to enter in your your wi-fi password again uh just so you can get you know reconnected to it because also i suggest doing this as like general maintenance once every i would say two or three months or so uh, just do it as general maintenance to your iPads if you have self-service on there or your iPhones. Uh, keep it up with your signal because it does affect your cell signal as well and kind of helps keep your location on track so that it is, in fact, uh, as accurate as possible. And you're not going out to, uh, let's say you're going out to the lake, you know, 20 miles away and then you're not getting uh, accurate location services when you come back so if if restarting your phone doesn't work reset your network settings um i will have a by the time that you guys are hearing this i will have a uh, screen recording of how to do this on our ig page um it's kind of been where you guys find out our how to's uh i like to do a lot of the screen recording so um you can find all of that type of stuff on there i'll have that out by the time you guys uh listen to this and without uh, further ado, uh, main topic with the release of iOS 15 uh, looming next month for public beta testers like myself, uh, the developer beta testers who have to pay uh, $150, uh, they can get you can get early access to the the beta, but the very first version. But I can tell you this: it's always going to be very buggy and it's not going to be the full uh suite or the full ios uh system they do things in increments uh or in parts just to kind of let you guys know and the public beta goes the same way which is free um if you guys want to know how to uh get enrolled in that uh definitely shoot me a message on instagram and i will definitely let you guys know and i may even do another screen recording on how to get your your uh, devices enrolled on that as well but despite uh ios 15 uh being released here it'll come in september right around the time that the new hardware comes out for new ios and ipads and uh nearly 75 percent of apple users don't want the iphone 13 because they're not excited about ios 15 And I'm not going to lie to you, I am definitely one of those people. Uh, Since I am, I've talked about this before, I am in my upgrade year, and I was one of those people that was extremely excited and and just, I stand at giddy, you know, for for WWDC and iOS 15, because I knew that if if they killed it with uh, iOS 15, then that means that the new uh, iPhone that was coming out was going to be just this fantastic piece of hardware that might even got people that 
uh, that already have the 12 Pro want to update. But I'm not going to say that Apple dropped the ball on this because we know from history that they they do things the right way and they make things as stable as possible. And if it's not ready, it's just simply not ready. So we don't know what's coming. Seth, what are your thoughts? You know, uh, I, I think that the iPhone 13 itself, forget about iOS, the 13, just talk about the name, 13. It, it's uh, something that I think uh, is, is considered bad luck or whatever. So you, you, get on, you get on an elevator at a hotel and there's no 13th floor. There's all sorts of places where they've deleted the number 13 from existence, right? And there's other unlucky numbers in other countries and things like that. So um, they, they didn't uh, shy away from uh, a lucky or unlucky number for the other builds. So I don't think they're going to, but I, I find it interesting that the same, uh, largely the same group that were, that were uh, surveyed about liking or, or wanting the next uh, release of the iPhone also seemed to be uh, leery of the name or hoping they would name it something different. But honestly, I don't think that's going to happen. But I do think that there are cycles, right? There's like this, the, where everybody's in an upgrade window or in either the odd or the even years. And so I do think, that there are more people that upgraded last year. So I think that this version is going to be lower than last year. Um, I do think, though, that when you look at iOS 15 and the next release of the iPhone, I do think that they're running out of big things to introduce that you know without really adding uh huge improvements to augmented reality or i mean how much how much better do you need a camera to be uh, you know exactly. only to a certain point so i i do think that there's going to have to be some innovation again and they're kind and they're just kind of in, in any in any phone system not just the iphone i think that there there is this is just an upgrade cycle for people to get the, a new battery, get the newest processor, uh, it, it's it's going to maybe allow Apple to release an M processor uh, instead of an A processor. I don't know. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. That uh, you know improves a lot of the performance and memory and all these things. We shall see. But. I think you're going to talk about it a little bit here in a minute, but people are kind of feeling like they put a Ferrari engine in a Ford Pinto with the M1 processor and the new iPad. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, yeah. the iOS, iOS cannot take advantage of the processing power in the iPad. So, how much are they going to be able to take advantage of? or really allow people to do things that are super amazing. They did it when they went to 64-bit, but are they going to really be able to do it again in 13, with, with the iPhone 13 and iOS 15? 
Probably not, but are we down the road that this kind of sets us up for? Maybe. So I, I get why people are kind of disappointed. Um, I'm, I'm still kind of wait and see, I guess. Yep. And it, it, this is, you know, you don't have to make a decision yet if you are one of those people uh, getting ready to upgrade your phone or your device. But what I wa- do want to do is I think you, you kind of hit it on the head where this is going to be the year where it sets it up for the next year to just be phenomenal. Uh, now let's talk about, like you, you mentioned the possibly putting a M1 chip in, in the iPhone. Now that's not exactly something that you need because I don't know a lot of creators out there that are, making YouTube channels and running that entire YouTube channel just solely based off of their iPhone. I mean, you, you can do that and it is very, very possible, but those same people are probably deep into the Apple ecosystem and they already have like a DSLR camera and an iPad pro to work off of or MacBook or Mac mini iMac, whatever have you. So, you know, it's not needed. And with that being said, I want to get into what can we expect from the iPhone 13 and why uh, they would put Apple would put an M1 chip in there. And the first thing is with this has kind of been the very first uh, the leak that kind of came out and was kind of the, the, the biggest thing or the thing that made the most sense as far as what's most likely to happen which is a 120 uh, gigahertz always-on OLED display. That is something that you would need an M1 chip for because you want to make sure that the iPhone is working as efficiently as possible without draining the battery. And if you're going to have a 120 gigahertz OLED display, what does that mean? That means that you're going to have a very, very high refresh on your screen so if you're zipping through apps and or you're zipping through your apps and your games or safari and you got a bunch of tabs open then the processor processor is going to be able to handle that without uh without draining your battery and you can get a high level of performance out of your battery with all of this new uh display processing so to speak or promotion display as they say uh, we can, I think we can expect a slightly smaller notch on the iPhone this year. I don't think it's going to be significant enough to, to make a difference if you're watching content, but you already know if you have an iPhone uh, 10 or above that the notch, you, you barely even know that it exists. Uh, once you're, you know, let's say you're watching a video on Netflix or something like that. So uh, a small notch is going to be one of those things where it's going to be a technological advance that Apple's going to hype you up about. But I just don't see it realistically making a big deal uh, to the normal every, everyday use. Um, obviously, we're going to get, you know, probably the same camera specs, maybe a bump in, uh, you know, the machine learning, which is what. Apple prides themselves on is the, the machine learning aspect automatically or the automation behind adjusting your photos and editing them to make them look as good as possible. 
uh, without needing that 24 megapixel camera or pixel camera that Apple's competitors do. They just don't need it because the machine learning makes up for it. And that's why you've seen that 12 megapixel camera for so long. I think we can expect the same sizes, uh, like as far as like the pro models are concerned, at least a 6.1 inch and a 6.7 inch um, performance. Yeah, I mean, you'll probably get the A14 Bionic is what they'll call it. But again, it's just going to be a step up and I don't really see it being that huge of a, you know, huge of a thing. Uh, 5G obviously is going to be there. Now, one thing that is, I would I would kind of consider this to be the the gamble or portless phone. So Apple goes all in on wireless charging at this point. So you don't have a charging port for your phone. No more lightning cable, lightning cables, USB C to lightning or anything like that. And that's just a guess. It may not, it, it probably won't happen, but it could, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I think it would set it up like you were, like we were saying, I think it would set up for the next year when they do decide to do a major advance. Um, you know, I think it makes sense for Apple to do uh, two, a step up for two years on their devices to kind of get ready for something big that they've been working on for four or five years, you know? That, that, that's what makes sense to me. Um, a lot of people uh, are 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 starting to, or maybe they've been doing it for a, a long time. But a lot of people are starting to store a lot of devices on their phones now. They're still not really like utilizing the cloud or iCloud as much as they should be, and so I think we're, we might get a a one terabyte storage option on an iPhone 12 Pro Max or 12 Pro, which is ridiculous to me. Um, the 12 Pro, 12 Pro Max was had a uh, maxed out at 512 gigabits of storage, which is plenty. That is more than that's twice as much as more than the most of the MacBooks out in the world today, uh, or MacBook Pros out in the world today. I think uh, Apple usually gets some kind of a color change up to differentiate. I don't think uh, we're going to get. I think we'll get the lighter tones. You know, the friendlier uh, tones for the iPhone 13. The Pros. I'm not really sure on what color they'll go with this year. La- uh, last year was the, the Pacific Blue. The year previous to that was the Midnight Green. I'm not really sure what next color would be next. Maybe magenta or like a burnt orange maybe possibly for the Pro. I don't know. Um, what are your thoughts? What do you think? I, I think that they're probably going to mirror the colors that are available for the iMac. That's my guess. As far as like the 13 or the 13 and yeah. the thir- uh, 13 Pro? Well, the 13 Pro, that's a, that's a good question. But uh, I, I, I think that the colors will, will match what they're already releasing for the iPad and the Mac, uh, yep. the, the iMacs. So what they're going to do on the Pro, yeah, that's a good question. I, I, uh, I think they'll do some specific colors like they did but you're right they'll probably keep some of them like product red but they'll introduce new ones right that are specific to the pro model yep i think you're right about that i uh, i think that's kind of the they did it with the uh with the uh ipad air and kept that same color scheme with the uh pretty much with the iMac too so i think that that's 
smart on their behalf because then, you know, there's those people out there that like the aesthetics of it where they want everything to match. Everything has to match, right? Was it so, was it purple that they only released purple in one other color that they only released on the higher end IMAX? There were two colors, I think. Yeah, I think, uh, maybe yellow was the other color. If I'm yep, not mistaken, yep. yellow, like yellow and purple. And purple. So there yep. you go. There's your there's your new colors for the pro line. Interesting, and add two different differentiate colors. I think. Yeah, that that would make a lot of sense if I'm looking to buy an iMac to, you know, to completely run our uh, podcast out of, then uh, I definitely could tell you that I would want I would want a matching color to go with it uh, for my phone. (laughs) Isn't it crazy that you're going to isn't it funny, though, you'd you'd maybe buy it based on the color instead of, you know, something else. I, it's 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 definitely human nature to want everything to match or to whatever. Mm-hmm. So I I do think that they they've they've zeroed in on that. They they know what works. Uh-huh. But uh, my wife looked at that and goes, "Oh my gosh, I want purple or whatever, right? Like I mean that was a, or whatever. It, it was a specific color. She's like, "Oh, I got I got to have that." It wasn't it wasn't about what it could do. It was what color it was. Yep. And that's a bad, that's a bad thing for me. Cause I do like to have everything match. Um, however, I am also one of those people that changes my wallpaper pretty on my phone and my iPad pretty much every other day. So, the, and I know that once I, uh, you know, buy a house and, and I have an actual office space, I'm going to want to change it around frequently and rearrange it and, and change up the color schemes and the, and the theme of it and the whole vibe of it. So, it's probably going to be in my best interest that, if, you know, when I do go ahead and purchase that iMac, that I go ahead and get the silver one. That way I just keep it consistent and I can do whatever. That way yeah. I don't have to worry about focusing on that one thing. So that's just the practicality of it. Uh, you guys probably don't care about that, but, you know, maybe there is somebody out there that is interested in that type of thing and ideas and stuff like that. If you are one of those people, feel free to hit me up on, on Instagram. I'm more than happy to talk about it and why you know, I am like this at least, or at least maybe you're like this. Maybe I don't know. But uh, Seth, other than that, man, I don't have anything else. Can you think of anything else? No, I, I got a question for you, though. Do I have you, an answer for do, you. Do you know why Snoop Dogg carries an umbrella? Because it's raining cats and dogs? I got nothing. I don't know. Faux drizzle. Faux drizzle. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> that was a sneaky one. I, I didn't expect that, but I I should have expected that. And I'm, oh, that was a good one. We might have to do a little dad joke at the end of each episode. I That's right. To see, um, you know. With that being said, guys, thank you for listening. As always, we truly, truly, truly appreciate your time because we know that it's valuable. And we'll see you guys, or listen to you guys, or you listen to us in the next one.